Hello, welcome to Forbidden Cinema. I'm Jenny. I'm Zach. And it's the holiday season. <laughs> uh, we, we missed the, the holiday season. No, it's not. It's still the holiday season. And whoop-de-doo. <laughs> and what the fuck? <laughs> By the time you hear this, we're hoping it's going to be New Year's Day. Probably. Okay. Yeah, that was real squeaky. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's still the holiday season. It's the week I get squeaky when I'm making promises I don't know if I can deliver on. <laughs> Got it. But yes, so we watched, we told you we would, and we did, and it was delightful. And it was hours and hours long. Oof. We watched Eyes Wide Shut, and the ghost of Stanley Kubrick came to us at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Mankind should have been my business. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lover. So what do you know about this film before we even get started? I mean, I know it's Stanley Kubrick. I know he is known for torturing people during filming to get what he can... Cons- Considers excellent performances out of them. Um, I know this is twisted. I know it's set at Christmas time. There's lots of beautiful lights. Um, and that's all I really knew. Um, I knew, yeah, that's about it, I guess. Oh, see, I was there opening weekend to see this in the theater. This was 1999. So, okay. I mean, this would have been, I would have been 18, 19 years old when this happened. I saw this at the same theater. That I saw Fight Club, the same theater I saw Cool Intentions from this podcast, the same theater we went back to and watched um, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Yes. Yes. I saw lots of movies as that movie theater, too. I did not watch this. This was not on my radar. The two people manning the cash register when I got there were Katie, the first girl I ever danced with at the sixth grade party that was not a dance. We were told over and over and over again it was not a dance. And we got, got there it. and it was a dance. <laughs> we were fooled. Da, da, da. <laughs> and John, the bass player for my now pastor's band. <laughs> Katie thought it was trash. John thought it was a pretty incredible filmmaking. <laughs> I I don't know what I think. I think it's somewhere in the middle of those two things. I think that the nineties was really into what did you say? Incredible filmmaking? Is that the word you use? Yes, yes, yes. The 90s was into that. It was a lot of self-congratulatory patting on backs. It was like we took a discarded script from the Red Shoe Diaries and hired one of the best filmmakers of all time and two of the best actors of all time and said, run with it. <laughs> and said, beat it to the ground and ruin your marriage. <laughs> That's what I think happened here. A hundred percent. I mean, do you want to get into it? This movie was filmed... Over something like 19 months, it's the longest shoot in the history of film. It started in November, I think, of 96 and didn't wrap until the summer of 98. And when did they divorce? This was, their marriage was falling apart. I I don't know if this movie caused the fall apart of their marriage. It didn't help. But their marriage was falling apart as this was happening. You have a superstar, a star of the screen, maybe one of the biggest stars of his generation, but... What's he done lately? You know, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. was not a huge success. You've got rumors that his marriage is a sham. You've got rumors that he's gay. You've got things about him being short, that he's a fraud. And then he's in a, spends the next two years making a movie about him being emasculated and cuckolded and. Yeah, all those things. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I, I okay, I have some takes on this. Okay. Because 
yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that. But oh yeah, I was like, and marriage over. <laughs> I mean, the tagline of this movie is Cruz Kidman Kubrick. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah, they weren't like well, you don't care what it's about. You just want to see I what mean, these people can do. I mean, were you? I mean, tabloids. I remember being sixteen and seeing reports of this thing in tabloids. I mean, there were movie magazines and movie, you know, Entertainment Tonight was talking about this movie when I was 16 years old. And that it's, it's, it's a, just insane. There's everybody, it's a, it's a thriller. There's murderers. There's two psychologists that are married together that are playing sexual games against each other. And Well, that's not true, but. Well, none of the stuff was true. It, it ended up just being sort of a story about a weird, dreamy night where nothing actually happens. No, exactly. Where the universe keeps telling him, go home. <laughs> and he won't listen. Like, you can't, you can't go home. Maybe you don't, you can't go home, but you cannot you stay, stay here. here. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he cannot stay here. Like, if he'd just gone to a Waffle House or something, <laughs> just had his coffee. Yes, everything would have been And just fine. let it ride out. Everything would have been fine. So we open. We're in a New York apartment. Well, even before we really open, we get bare-ass Nicole Kidman. We have, like, uh, credits still rolling. We have a rolling. lot of bare-ass Nicole Kidman. We do. Film. We do. And I have some notes on that. But Oh, okay. What's your notes? My notes are that they're trying to... On the, the one day that we have, like, after the Christmas party has happened with the highfalutin client or patient... Um, they're trying to juxtapose and show how important and maybe sexy his life is and how mundane hers is, but she's naked most of it. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sure that we're doing what you think we're doing. <laughs> like, I think you need to find a new level of mundane. <laughs> but we do open on Nicole Kidman in a backless, sleeveless, just stunning gown, her stepping out of it with her heels still. And the next time we see her, she's on the toilet in kind of a little bit frumpier gown. It's not. That's not a frumpy it's gown. Not, no, it it's is got not. Full sleeves. It's, it's got, got full it's, sleeves, it's but mesh. it's but it's a nude lace. It's low in the back, so no bra. Like it's very form fitting. I think the other it one is not the first dress, though. I just you, do you I so? you don't you don't think so. I think the first dress was not as form fitting. Oh really? I think that it was lower in the back, but it was not as form fitting. It was, yeah. I think that this other dress was a better choice. But yes, we do see them in a very like regular. Even more like familial than us being married for as many years we've married. Like I'm not in a <laughs> gown sitting on the toilet asking you what you think of this dress while I'm sitting on the toilet. What the world? And he's like, she's asking like, what do you think of this dress? What do you think of my hair? He's like, it's great. It's great. He's not even looking no, at her. No, she says that. She's like, you're not looking at me. He's like, you always look great. You look beautiful. They have um, a window air conditioning unit in their I was their like, I'm not impressed apartment. by this bedroom. I'm like, this seems like a really shitty apartment. Then they walk out to the main part of the apartment. I'm like, okay, no, this is a nice apartment, but their bedroom bathroom situation is not. But that's the, the entire theme of this movie is that they're better off than most, but they want more or he, he wants more. He's hanging out with people that are two levels above. Interesting. Okay. Are, I don't. Are we not? Maybe he's showing up in a t he's showing up with his Land Rover, which is not everybody in New York is driving a Land Rover, and they're driving their Rolls Royces. Right, right. You know, he's got his pretty nice West Park apartment, really, really nice West Park apartment. And all these people have manors and castles and homes. Yes, I mean he is. He's, he's, he's always he's, playing above his weight. But he's the doctor to these people. Mm -hmm. So he's 
he's working his way up. But I don't know. I don't know that I got that vibe that he wanted more from a social standing. I don't really feel like I got that. Okay. Um, Can I just say, welcome to New York. Welcome <sighs> to New York. Sorry. Sure. <clears throat> okay. All right. So we go into this Christmas party. You know, it is stately. It's gorgeous. I mean, I want those hanging lights down my stairs stairwell for a christmas party i mean this I is what i want for a christmas party, party. there's dancing i mean we need a space for dancing but i want tuxes i want like i want all of that i want a spectacle at a party and when i can't do it then i don't want to throw a party like i want <laughs> all of it or none of it and that's my own problem but i love but when they get there they're out of their they're out of their league they she are says, like do you know anybody at this party He's not like, a no, soul i don't know anybody i'm like who adult christmas parties where you you go because it's like Ooh, this is a thing but i don't know anybody i'm like this is fun. I'm not sure. Um, there's so we're let's see. I've got running into old acquaintance. So like the only person he knows is the guy playing the piano. So the band's about to take a break. We're gonna be back in yeah. ten minutes. There's two times where the band can take a break. It can either be like, oh crap, now I have to talk to other humans because the band was the only good thing about this party, or it can be like three guys from college that are just playing while you're trying to eat crepes. And it's like, boo, like, like don't I come go, back. It's like, thank God like, this is like, over. Take a 30 minute break. Like, just go to hell while you're at it. It's like, this is not what I signed up for. I did not sign up for live music. I don't appreciate your live music. I don't want you roaming through the crowd with your live music. Um, we live in Nashville, y'all. There's a lot of live music. It is not equal. Right. Like, don't just like walk around talking to girls and like playing your bass guitar. Like, no, like just, no, just, just, just leave the restaurant. Leave the restaurant. Go away. No, no quippiness at your piano. <laughs> like, hey, Barb, I see you coming in there. Anyway. So, yeah, he like, the only person he does recognize is hired help. Yes. If you, if you want to go, if you're going that route. Um, so she's like, I desperately need to go to the bathroom. He's like, I'm going to go see this guy from med school. And like, I'll meet you at the bar. Yeah. Babe, how many times have I ever told you I'll meet you at the bar? And how many times have I not delivered? I, I deliver every I, time. I'm not 100% sure how many times you said it, but the amount of times you've met me at the bar is 100%. <laughs> exactly. I am going to get to the bar. Like that's, that's You're probably at the you- bar before I am. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to drink more, have more sex, and... Talk more and answer more questions, not with questions. I, I wrote down, he is acting like David Crusoe and Jade from the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> not really David Crusoe from Jade, but what... <laughs> I was like, he keeps asking the same questions back. I was like, what the fuck? Um, so, yes. Okay, so he's going to talk to his buddy who he's really buddies with. Like, they punch each other 78 times. Like, like they're... Patting each other's bellies. They're, and like, really good friends. <laughs> like, this is not just like, oh, yeah, here's some loser who didn't stay in, in medical school. It's like, no, like, we were buddies. Like, what the hell happened? So she goes and she's... Like he's sad that he doesn't get to hang out with him anymore. Yeah, he really is. He's like, dude... best man friend? Seemed like it, or at least that we established. Okay, here's me giving advice. You should have, as an adult, more male friends. You know, (laughs) you should have some. Like, I'm going to say that you are probably on the, the, like, the lower scale of people who don't do it. There are some dudes that have too many. (laughs) Keep keep it in check. Keep it in check. Like, six to 12. 12 might be pushing it. Six to eight. Six to eight. (laughs) If uh, if you're familiar with a certain um, oh. David Sedaris Christmas story, it's in that range. Okay, okay. Um, if you know, you know. 
Hashtag. Um, so there's a lot of champagne. Like she's chugging a champagne on the way to the bathroom, comes back, drinking a champagne at the bar. Not hating. Not hating. At a party <laughs> that you don't know people and there's champagne about, do she's it. She's not driving? No. No. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Mexico, we found out why not. I mean, we weren't going anywhere else, but d- it was It was a it night. Was a night. It, it was a night. It was a night. night. There was a um, sports bar. There were soccer hooligans. It was a night. It was a night. There was tequila. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Like, so he has not met her at the bar yet. She's at the bar. Some dude is trolling. And Dracula is trolling. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> He's from Hungary. <laughs> exactly. Uh, People are smoking in the background. She smokes in this film later on. But be like at the party. Like, oh, no, she's smoking, smoking in her kitchen. Right, right. I mean, unless it's the late 90s, they're still smoking about. No, this, is, this is 1996 when they're filming this. Like, it comes out in oh, 99. 100%. Like, the world has moved there on. There was There's no a cell phones. There's smoking no... Smoking lounges. I lived on a non-smoking floor, but there were smoking lounges in my dorm. You could smoke in my dorm room in 1999. You could if you were in a smoking room. You weren't supposed to smoke. But did my roommate do that? No. She decided among the many, many vices that she was going to adopt when we started college, she was going to start smoking and making all <laughs> of my clothes smell like smoke which also the study lounge two doors down became the smoking lounge in my dorm too and so did i sit there with a cigarette in my hand as like offense yes i didn't smoke any of it but it sat there i mean in 96 when they started smoking this movie you could still smoke at my high school in the teacher's lounge (laughs) probably so I mean, we are on the south. I remember being at a Burger King with my grandparents, and like literally, it's a big, giant, oh, they had those open g- little gold foil ashtrays. At they Burger did, but King. they also had a sign hanging down that like this side of the the booth was the smoking section. Like literally, there's one giant room. There's like two rows of booths against the wall. One side was non-smoking. One side was smoking. It was like this is ridiculous. Anyway, so yeah, so we've got Dracula stalking her, and she sets her glass down. Like she's she's being a little loosey goosey. I'm like we're supposed to think she's on her way to intoxication. I right. think I, in the way that she's just kind of body movement. He's kind of a creep, but that's a good move. That kind of grabbing her glass. Well, yeah, he acting like oh, like oh, is this my? Like, it's a meat cute. It could be a meat cute if exactly. the situation was different. If that was Cary Grant, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was my glass. <laughs> yes, it'd be like adorable. It's charmed to have meet you, darling. <laughs> and and she's like, I think this is my glass. He's like, I know it is, and he drinks it. I was like, is this the, like drinking out of someone's shoe? Is that what they, like the equivalent of that? I don't really know. I've never seen that happen before. The way that she talks in this movie mm-hmm. is a choice. She's just really trying to be very American and not let that Australian peek out. I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like she really, well, later on when she's doing math with her daughter and she's like $2.50. Yeah, I, 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 I clocked that. She too. even says in this conversation, like, I am an American. Yeah, like, <laughs> he says no, like, you're no. not. <laughs> like, she could have been an Australian. It would have been fine. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have to pretend. No. Um. So, let's see. Well, I'm like, literally, like, a half, like, my ha- still half page notes. Like, and I didn't take that many notes until, like, I started getting later. All right. Well, we have that... Uh, Tom Cruise had given one of the, he meets two models and he's like model on each arm, like walking a very Wes Anderson style shot. Very symmetrical. Yeah, it is. Every, the backgrounds are symmetrical. Lots of good tracking shots of people walking in this. I mean, if you're going to do 50 takes on one of those shots, 
I'm listening. If you're doing 50 takes on somebody just reading a line or 150 takes, then yeah, maybe not so much. I don't know. I just have, I was like, we, we have a lot of, a lot of flirting on both ends. She's dancing. He's, he's chatting. So he's like to get a little bit of Oprah energy in this movie. He, I, I, I said Patrick Bateman is what I said. Okay. But of course I think Patrick Bateman is probably, probably pulling doing him on the couch in Oprah. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of yeah, like barely controlled rage. It's yeah. There's some very specific motions happening here. Um, but the overall, I was like, this is getting predatory on both sides. Like, he's, I don't feel like he's totally comfortable. Like, he's like, where are we going, ladies? They're like, oh, we're going where the rainbow ends. He's like, where's that? And it's like, he seems into it. Then, and like, I also just playing around kind of as a joke. And I think they're serious. And they're I, serious. And I think he keeps on thinking they're going to break and they keep on not breaking. And... and so I think he welcomes the the breakaway. Like he gets asked by, you know, the host is requesting his presence. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's he's happy to be out of that situation. I think so, too. Because um, he's like, wait a minute. Like, I am not really in control of the situation. And at the same time, Nicole Kidman is like, I'm not in control of the situation either. She's like, I've been drinking a little too much. Our faces are very close together this entire time. Very close. Like, my head is leaned back just a little bit. And I think she's enjoying it a little, though. She is. She is. But then when she realizes, like, no, I don't want to go upstairs with you. I'm not going to go upstairs with you. Like, I'm not going to give you my number and meet with you clandestinely later. That's not going to happen. We're not going to do this because when it comes down to it, these are two beautiful people that are together. I don't know what their backstory is really, but I don't we, know, but we see them later and they're aggressively beautiful and it's kind of a bummer. I mean, it like, is, it is. I mean, I mean, cause it's real life too. They're aggressively beautiful people in like in real life and it is a bummer. Um, so he's going upstairs uh, because there's a, you know, he's being requested and we've got some great green wainscoting in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I mean, all this house is just, you know, phenomenal. I mean, it's 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 gaudy, but, you know, it has its moments. Um, yeah, it's a it's a strange bathroom. Everything. Nothing is everything is freestanding. Mm hmm. Like the cabinets, the sink, everything. But so like... It's just when you have too much space. You're just like, yes. yeah, I don't need to put anything against a wall. You know, <laughs> That's for poor people. Like I need to be walk around everything. That's that's for multi-millionaires. They put stuff against walls, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we need to like save and, and double use plumbing. Yes. We don't need to do that here. Um, so we're having a medical emergency? I think... That I have seen two overdoses on film, and that's not really the way they happen. No, I don't. I didn't think that that's how they happen. She's responsive. I've dealt with many overdoses in my life, and that's I mean, this is a pre-Narcan world. But it's yeah, that's you don't just like talk to somebody to keep them from dying. That's like get no. that girl in the recovery position, and let's get an ambulance going on. Right? He's like, he's like, she's had an accident. It's like she's just mumbling and a little. That's progressive. She's had an accident. That's very progressive language. It is. It's also self preservation language. But it's it, it. We should use that more. We we should we should. Um, but he then he uses all sorts of not progressive all language kinds of things later on. But. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's just kind of mumbling and he kind of like we just kind of work through it as a time thing. It's going to like just kind of roll through his her system. She's going to be fine. Like, I don't think this is how this works. And then um, we have a rich white man explaining rehab to a 
drug-addicted, opioid-addicted sex worker. Way to go, guy. That, that, that'll do it. You need to go to rehab. It's, he's like, I know. He's like, good for you. Pat, pat, pat. You should probably keep her for an hour. Don't don't toss her out right, just yet. Right, right. Like 90 grand for inpatient, three-month rehab. You know, like, you could, you could figure that out, right? Like, that's... That's you have that, that. That's just kind of money you like find like in a uh, payphone when you're looking through the the coin return, right? Like I, I don't really know like what you poor people do. Well, but he's like in the me- the median of that. Like he's not he's not up. I mean, I don't know. Sidney Pollock may pay for it. Who knows? We, we don't know what the relationship he is. We, here. We, he doesn't. We <laughs> spoiler alert. He does not. He does not know the depth of it. But anyway, so yes, like she's fine, gonna be fine. Just has to say her name, so she responds. And yeah, I'm gonna lay is right here, Mandy. Mandy, because that's like, ha, ha, I get it now. At the end, Amanda. Yo, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all supposed to like, dum-dum-dum, Mandy is Amanda. Yes, typically. So we go back. I'm proud of this line. I said, Pepe la Dracula just can't stop being weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you cross Pepe la Pew in Dracula, you get that Hungarian guy. You do, you do. I was like... He even kind of has skunk head. He's like kind of going gray in weird places. He is. I like everything in the movie is predatory and condescending simultaneously. <laughs> Next thing I have is baby did a bad, bad thing. Right. Like, they're like. So the party is over. Party's over. They're back in home. It was fun while it happened, but it ain't no fun no more. Sorry. And as she keeps looking at herself, it's like as if. Okay. You think she's looking at herself? Yeah. Okay. I was like, is she looking away from the situation or looking in the mirror at herself? I think she's looking at herself. That's what I thought, but I was afraid I was wrong. No. I think she's looking at herself. (laughs) You can can, figure that out. (laughs) I don't. Th- I think if she was looking away, we would have we wouldn't we would have a, an askew to the mirror. We wouldn't okay, have a straight okay. onto the mirror. Um, I was like, Lots of butts in this thing. <laughs> there are a lot of butts. I mean, because butts are butts are free. I think when it comes to like ratings, right? Oh, butts gotcha, are free. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, we got like a one boob grades and and grab. I'm like, how's it got to be to do a sex scene like as a married couple? Like it's got to be kind of interesting and weird. But I think it'd be a blast. You want to you want to go you want to go uh, turn on the. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's also like got to keep it professional. Like, can't let everything do all the things it normally does. Like, it, you know. So I don't know. But so like she's kind of acting like, hey, maybe I was turned on by. I mean, and she probably was turned on by the fact that this guy was really like into her. Um, but she also at the same time didn't seem really that into him. She was kind of into the moment, but not really like, hey, I wish I could have fucked this guy. No, she was having fun being flirted with and having fun yes. toying with her prey, but she was not interested in having sex with him. So then... But they both had their nights, and their night definitely got him in the mood to do something. Yeah, I mean, so, all right. Um, And then, then he gets called away, right? Oh, no. Well, that's what we have the next day, which is kind of the montage of her taking care of the daughter, which right. is adorable. She's, you know, just like putting on deodorant. The daughter's brushing her teeth and he's just kind of doing his thing. Like there's, you know, doing breast exam on a woman. And then that's not you, how you do a breast exam, by the way. Well, it, it wasn't a breast exam. It was, I think he was just, what you do, uh, do a heart exam. You don't do a heart exam like that either. You don't do it like. You do sc- you do it under and you do around. It, uh, right. You don't have like full breast. You, uh, the, your gown is open in the back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It should be skin to stethoscope. But obviously there had been a breast exam before. And they're, they're trying to just like, and they're trying to just throw tits in the movie. They're just but, trying to show tits. 
a hundred percent they're just trying to show tits in the movie another neither of those things are correct but they're they're showing Trust me i have them <laughs> that's not correct but they're showing that and they're showing like him t- like taking care of a kid right so they're juxtaposing like there's different things that he does during his day <coughs> right exactly and then muscle issues and blah 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 but yeah I was like this is where I have like is this supposed to be example of him as a family doctor and her mundane life but mostly she's naked and yeah like I don't think that that's she's naked and staring at herself a lot <laughs> she's she's doing everything very sexy she like, definitely puts she's putting a bra on with no underwear on I don't know if the humans do that um, maybe, but she's putting on a bra weird. She still put a bra on weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not the way you put a bra on. No, well, that's not the, I don't know. Maybe maybe you put a bra on she weird. Seemed and like she seemed like she was having. She was the only person I know how somebody puts a bra. On. She seemed like she was having trouble with it. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I have is I'm such a square. I don't know how much drugs you need for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can. There's actually like 18 hours and I can be a uh, certified cannabis specialty pharmacist. <laughs> so like maybe I should do that just like to not be such a square. <laughs> but it's like, all right, we decided we're going to get high. Like if you have like this much cannabis, is that heroin or? <laughs> you know that. You know that. That's not something. It's like, so we're going to get high. So then she's going to ask about the girls at the party. Like, you know, hey, by the way, you know, tell me about those girls. What those girls? Were you fucking them? And he's like, whoa. She goes to 100 and then stays at 100 and then goes to 100 again and then goes to 1,000. This she is, is weird. Yeah. Like, in this scene, how many times in a movie has there been a scene where the guy's, like, 100% correct in everything he says except for, like, two or three things? He was like, you're really stoned and you're trying to pick a fight with me and, like, we should probably just go to bed. And then she's like. I think all of that is correct. I think that then what he takes it and where it goes from there. He's like, oh, yeah, women don't think that way. Like, bum, bum. like don't say that. <laughs> like, basically say, like, women are not sexual beings. And it's like, cool, you want to put that out there with your wife? You want to say, like, oh, you're not a sexual being? Cool. I can note that for you. Um, but, like, then he's like, what about the guy you were dancing with? Like, which we never saw him see her right. dancing with anybody like we never saw him clock it so you know i don't know that that's really anyway he didn't seem like he's paying any attention but she's this... like she's like yeah i was like you know he's like what did he want she's like what did he want she's like sex <laughs> like he wanted and you know is that all she's like what what do you mean like okay what do you mean bottom line like that's not that big of a deal and that's like when i was like he's kind of giving some very patrick bateman vibes this scene is a masterpiece of a director and two actors just going at it with an absolute nonsense script. <laughs> this is, I mean, could you have filmed this any better or acted it any better? Because everybody in there is amazing. But, like, what's the friggin' point? I don't know. Yeah, it, it feels like this is just – all of this is just to – It's to set something up. It's to set up his elaborate two-day dream sequence. Because she's telling about her dream. Uh-huh. She has this wild sexual dream, and then he lives out a wild sexual dream, and then they wake up. Right. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> not. Who knows? Sorry, exactly. was that... That's a... I know. I know that I that that's what is a potential of all of this. Um, 
Is no, it I a think dream? That's no it... country for old men ends with like, and then we woke up. But that doesn't have this. Like, this doesn't have a then we woke up. Um, I think that there could be something else that's going on here too. Jarring shots where it's showing her on. We've talked about stage line a little bit, and then it immediately zooms from kind of just slightly on the left of her nose, and then like straight up profile on the right. It's a very jarring shot. And I'm sure it's it's absolutely on purpose. Everything that, those, that, that Kubrick that, does is on purpose. That is not an accident. That is not a mistake of a amateur filmmaker that is done specifically to shock the audience and to, to jar your senses because it, it feels weird. Oh, I have such terrible handwriting. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Next thing I have is ring, ring. Feel free to... Oh, we we've... we've... The we everything ha- like before ring ring. She's telling I mean, it's a, a thirty minute conversation almost. There's a thirty minute conversation where they have ruined their marriage, both in real life and in this moment. She's talking about unnecessarily a, uh, naval officer that well, she she's had like a, had a imaginary affair with. And- right. Well, he, she's like, okay, cool. Like you want you want to you want to bait me like this? Like yes, she's baited him, but like you want to say like yes because she's asking basically like. Do men want to fuck everyone? And the only reason that you don't want to fuck someone is because you don't want to hurt me. But your first instinct is to want to fuck someone. And he's like, I don't know. It's like, like, are you a doctor? Are you a sex fiend? Are you thinking about sex while you're examining people? He's like, no. Like, are they thinking about the handsome doctor while he's examining people? They're like, he's like, no. Because sex is the last thing in this hypothetical woman's mind. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But with him, I'm not sure. Like, and it's, yes, outside of the professional in a professional setting, probably not. But we've also seen plenty of people take advantage of things. So that's not 100% true. But in the whole thing, he's saying, like, you know, yes, we know men. You know men. Like, men are animals, essentially. And it's like, women just, what, like, have evolved, just want security and safety. And he's like, well, it's not that simple. But yes. And she's like, okay, cool. Remember when? And she basically lays out the sexual fantasy um, with this person that, she encountered but didn't seemingly interact with doesn't even know that she exists but she says something about a note being passed at dinner i don't know but that that was the preface and then she goes back and says the whole thing like you know there was the naval officer like we were at dinner there were these naval officers there were a couple of them, and they passed a note oh i thought he's like that he was passed a note and then left was the I don't know. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Maybe not. But that's that's what I thought. I thought there was some sort of note passed. And so she did get some sort of validation that like he did see her and know her. But basically like I saw him the day before. I've thought about him constantly. We had sex. We talked about our future. Everything was beautiful. And, and simultaneously I could not stop thinking about him also. And he's just sitting there just like, okay. This is not helpful. No, it's not helpful, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I'm not, you're not the only one. You're not the only one who is like presented with situations and and make choices and wonder about those choices. And like, so don't think that you're doing me all the favors. Right. There's some favors being done for you too. And then the phone rings and a patient, an older patient has died. He needs to go. The cab has some serious engine noises. <laughs> Every cab in this movie is like, <laughs> okay, way to go, cabbies. 
So we get there. You know, again, it's a mansion. Like you talked about, all of his patients are, you know, very, very high society. I just wonder, like, is this what happens when a natural death occurs? You just call the family doctor and hang around. Seems like he's been dead for a couple hours, the way she describes it. Um, the way this this daughter describes it. And she's, I was like, she's giving some weird vibes right now. Oh, every vibe she gives is weird. She's like, have you called anyone? Like, oh, I called my stepmom, but she was out. That's the problem with the movie being started in 96 and released in 99 is that cell phones happened and the internet happened. Well, there's cell phones. There's cell phones in this movie. There are, but when you, you started in 96, three rich white guys had cell phones. When you ended in 99, I was the only person in college that didn't have one. But I think that in 96, even when you started, even in 99, probably a high society lady probably doesn't. She probably doesn't. Really? If she's like, if she's married to a, she's married to someone who she can't even bother to be in town when for he dies. when he dies. Okay. She's out skiing and shopping and she doesn't have a cell phone. That's gotcha. beneath her. That's disgusting for someone to be able to reach me like that. That's, that's pedestrian. I just said like how much of this plot doesn't work in a cell phone world. I mean, you can't have an orgy like this in a world where there's camera phones. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but so she's got a weird vibe. And then all of a sudden she's like, you can tell, like, there's something I want to tell you that I'm not telling you. And I don't know how to say it. And I'm like making weird body movements and stuff. And then she's like, goes in for a kiss and like, I love you. And he's like, we don't even know each other. You know, it seems like a very like Florence Nightingale kind of situation. And and then like Greg is showing up all of a sudden. Yeah, Dharma and Greg. Like this did not work out with her and like he ended up with Dharma. I don't know what the timeline (laughs) on that is. I don't know. I think this is after. But but yeah, she's like. I just know him from Men of War with Dolph Lundgren. I mean, he's also been like he tons and tons and tons of um, um, criminal minds. Okay. Um, Is he trash now? I don't know. Did he get fired for being? I think he got fired for being just an asshole. Okay. I don't think he got fired for like being a sexual predator. Isn't it great that we can just like look back at people that were fired for being violent and hostile and be like, okay, like, <laughs> like it's okay. I, I get why they don't have a job, but at least we don't have to shun them for the rest of their life. They're just they did their yeah they they did their own damage. They're just bad people. They're not like complete and total monsters that's that's nice yeah i don't think so (laughs) so right she's like yeah i have my boyfriend carl and yes he's a math professor he's getting a new position in michigan you can tell as she's saying it she's like i hate every second of everything i'm saying (laughs) and then she goes in for the kiss and i love you and he's like um i think that you're under a lot of stress right now and we don't really know each other like she's like if I just would rather be in New York in the same city as you than go to Michigan. But she's <laughs> with doing my to him what Nicole Kidman was talking about about the sailor. The, like she's 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 fantasized. willing to throw it all away for someone that barely even knows who she is. That's that's and she's validating Nicole Kidman's fantasy okay. to him. Yeah, that yes that that something's been brewing that he's been completely unaware of. Um, and yeah, that that women that, that she has this life, then mm-hmm. and, and that she's willing to throw it all away for someone that doesn't even really know that she exists. Yeah. So. Next thing I have is let's call him short and gay, and that has not aged well. Yeah, I was like, that's weird. I was like, he almost has like like hate crime level attack in this neighborhood. It's like he's just well dressed. I would 
I mean, is this this is metrosexual time? Well, it starts in '96, though. That's the thing. Like, this is '99, but th- this movie is the anxiety of the American male in 1996 to 1999. Of kind of, there is this metrosexual thing coming on. It is okay in pop culture to be gay. It is th- there is a anxiety whether deserving or not in the heterosexual american male of losing losing ground so it's really interesting though because like yeah we had a a gang of dudes who are like kind of push him around and and i mean tom cruise and and um john travolta at this time that's that's both you know you're in a sham marriage and you're gay and are they both scientologists too they are yes yes um, and that, that's and they just like Stanley Kubrick's like yeah let's play with that and see how that works out yeah cool you're okay with that right yeah, right, yeah. Like, your marriage will survive that yeah absolutely and the, but then he's immediately propositioned by a sex worker yes yes so it's like someone can't read the room it's either the bros which obviously it's the bros or like because like oh but that that now he has to prove himself maybe but she comes on to him he doesn't oh, very much so very much so he doesn't see her and go oh great a sex worker i can prove to the world now that i'm masculine and i'm a male and i'm attracted to women she you know she's like she's immediately a fabulous hat and coat she really does i her like little jacket underneath the coat was a little sad oh well Dre- she's... nice dress jack was a little sad then the coat was just like like <laughs> find me that coat and i'm wearing it out in nashville <laughs> i'll wear it out to kid rock's conky talk we don't believe anything he does but i also don't think he gets any money from it anymore so oh damn it's fun sorry i really think i'm adding more to the emasculation and gay jokes and short jokes than, than you are to this. Probably, which is fine. I mean, there that's probably some sort of level of it. He's, I mean, Stanley Kubrick is known to fuck with people to try and like really get under their skin. And I think that this movie does everything to that. I would imagine. This movie is like just everybody that like the powerful people he knows tell him how small he is and how unimportant and how mm-hmm. poor he is. His wife tells him how unimportant and how poor he is. Every person he meets besides the people that are in his circle are throwing themselves at him. Whether it's sex workers, you know, prostitutes, 12-year-old girls and their weird Russian grandfathers, it just everybody is throwing themselves at him besides the people that he has included in his circle. Right. So, he's like Okay, yes, I'm gonna go into your house. I was like, I was waiting for an ambush, honestly. Mm, okay, you know, okay. we we go into her apartment, and he's like, "It's cozy." She's like, "Sure, it's cozy. It's a shithole, right?" And he's like, "I guess we should talk about money." She's like, "Yeah, I guess so." Well, what do you want to do? And he's like, "What do you recommend?" <laughs> like, which she's like, "What do I recommend?" <laughs> yeah, like it's a menu, and she's a waitress, and he's like. Whatever you think. And she's like, just, you know. Like, how, about, how about you let me just go with it? <laughs> I'll just go with it. I don't pay attention to time. You know, we agree on 150 bucks. And I don't. Nicole Kidman is smoking in her kitchen, watching TV on a CRT eating television. Snack wells. In the kitchen, eating snack wells. <laughs> eating snack wells. Exactly. I was like, snack wells cookies. <laughs> we got it. Check out maintenance phase on snack wells. There's a whole podcast. Oh, well, the on 90s that. were full of snack wells. I. I <laughs> There are probably snack wells still in my digestive system. 
like 7% of my body is probably yeah, I think that made they're... of atoms from snack wells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're probably not real food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, right, like, they're kind of deciding, kind of, it gets very intimate. Like, I mean, their kiss is seems very intimate to me. It's more tender than any of the kisses between him and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it is. Theirs are all perfunctory or passionate. Or sexual. Like, like, pa- like not just passionate, like... Like animalistic. Animalistic, yes. Yeah, they, they never have a tender kiss. No, and they do. Um... And then phone rings and it's Nicole Kidman just kind of checking in. She's like, hey, you know, when are you coming home? And he's like, I don't know, maybe a while. I don't really know. We're still waiting on some relatives. She's like, do you have an idea? He's like, no, really don't. She's like, all right, well, I'm going to go to bed then. And he's like, all right, see ya. And she says, is that Mrs. Dr. Bill? And I'm like, how much does he throw this doctor thing around? Like, why does... Oh, later on, we see how much he throws the doctor Louise. thing around. Like, he is he's just... flashing that badge. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I have a doctor badge. How many? I've shown it to three board inspectors who just wanted to make sure that I was actually had a license. <laughs> I've never just like flashed like, hey, like doctor, doctor over here, doctor, doctor, give me the He's news. He's like, I'm a doctor. You can tell me. He's like, you can give me this information that you shouldn't be giving me. <laughs> Like, because I'm a doctor. He's I mean, like, should I start trying that? Doc- no. <laughs> this is 1996-1999. Nobody's going to give a fuck about that right now. <laughs> no. This is still when I was like, he has no chill. He has no chill whatsoever. He has nothing else to put forward, to your point, like, to make him important. And this is it. So he does it to the nth degree. Yeah. Like, why does the sex worker know that he's a doctor? I would be like, you need to dial that shit back. You don't need to be telling everybody who you are. Be cool. But no. She's like, I don't oh, think I've ever cute. really had much experience with sex workers. But like the one thing I wouldn't do is like give name, them my whole like, backstory. Real name, job, uh, like anything that can be used to identify me right, like, tomorrow. Exactly. Like I don't think any of that was necessary. My name is Bill and I work in concrete. You know? Right, like, my name is Bob, and... <laughs> like, for all you know. Right, so we don't need to do this. Um, but I was like, is he, is he still going to go through with it? Okay. I'm soldado. Uh, like, but then he doesn't. I was soldado? like, all right. It was, like, that was enough that I was like, enough that he's like, okay, I'm going to go home. But he doesn't. he walks immediately by the Sonata Cafe. He's like, oh, my bro, he's here. He's even on a picture outside. I'm going to go inside. Nick Nightingale, yeah. good name. I was like, that was never going to be a doctor. That was going to be a piano player as from said, day said, like, one. Better name for a piano player than a doctor. A hundred percent. And was, I want this bar. This is not a cafe. But also, Dr. Nightingale? Like, isn't that like um, Nurse Nightingale? What, what is Nurse Nightingale? I'm not immediately picking it up. Uh, I'm sorry. I feel like there's something. I feel like, yeah, anyway. But. but I want this bar in our neighborhood tomorrow, and I want to go to their three times a week it's cool so he gets there yeah i was like definitely destined for jazz not for being a doctor we're somewhere between 12 10 and 1 a.m at this point yes and we're like we, we we should have really this this should, we should have a little bit of a, like a time clock happening in the top screen or we should like show some camp or some clocks or something just I a mean, little there, bit there's they speak it like he like, asks, like excuse me do you know the time oh, it's a little after 10 you know, it's after one when we go into the costume shop. Right. It's like we know this, started, this party doesn't get started until two. Two, yeah. 
that because Nick goes to a party and he's blindfolded and he plays piano. And he's like, he's talking about it like every sentence I say, you should already be knowing what I'm putting down. Right. And Tom Cruise is like, wait, what? What? Wait, he's like, it's it changes every night or every time. It's it's got a different location. I'm blindfolded. Like blindfold wasn't that great last time. There's a lot of hot like like understand what I'm saying without me having to tell you what I'm saying. Like there is sex there. It's weird. It's wacky. Like and then of course they call while he's sitting there. Right. And they give him the address and he's like, I know where that is. And he gives them they give him a password. And he's like, what's this? He's like, it's the password. He's like, you're like, oh my gosh, a party with a password? <laughs> like, you can't go like that. Everybody is costumed and he's masked. Like, he's like, no. He's like, I'm not going to let you go anyway. I'm not going to let you fuck this up. He's like, I already know. Like, I already know the password. I already know it exists. Like, you're already you're going to tell me where it is. He's like, fine, fuck. Like, this is why I left medical school, because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Ferris Bueller and Cameron situation. Maybe. <laughs> a little bit. And he's like, but yeah, you can't go like you are. People are going to know you're a narc. Uh, you have like, yeah, you need a mask. You need all, all of this stuff. So he goes at one o'clock in the morning. To a costume shop. To a costume shop. Well, where he's, he know he's the doctor of the owner. Still. That's like, it's exactly like, you're going to wake your patient up at one o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, 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 remember me? Because we obviously, when we learn that said patient has moved. And, and sorry. Maybe you don't in a pre uh, eyes wide shut world, but if you're like going to a costume shop and like I need a tuxedo, a mask, and a cloak, like oh you're going to an orgy, you know, <laughs> like or you're like in a cult, or you're gonna do well, a sacrifice. I have some thoughts on this, okay. like, or you're going to you're a part of sleep no more or something. But yeah, he's like that's what I need. He's like he's like do you want a red one? He's like no black one. He's like do you want a blue one? He's like do you, like you want something colorful doc like Mr. Doctor like yeah everybody's like he's, he's just like here's my board certification I'm a doctor he's like cool yeah that guy's gone but like he's like I'll give you money I'll give you more money than the rental like I'll give you more money than the rental he's like all right fine it's Yvonne Tritiak yeah I love Tritiak <laughs> every time Tritiak shows up on the screen it is the best go watch The Saint with Val Kilmer if you haven't that's uh, a movie I saw two times in one day with two different girls. There's only like that and maybe William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet that I ever did that with. So it's it's special to me. I love that movie. <laughs> I love it I too. mean, that was the beginning of the end of Val Kilmer as just the beautiful romantic lead. And yeah, good times. Good times. Good times. And also he's fantastic actor in Road Trip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But so, yeah, he's like, all right, cool. We'll pick this out. And he's like, we're looking around. We're getting a cape. He's like, did you hear that? Something's going on. Do you hear that? And then he like goes over to his office and like there's Chinese food laid out. Like, this is madness. I was like, what there the fuck is happening here? There are guys wigs and panties and a little girl in underwear. Like, what is even happening? I was like, I don't know what is happening. Like, but I also like he's going like, at that point. You should go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna leave right now. I was like, he's jumping through so many hoops to get a costume for this. The universe party. is telling him go home every single time. 
like his you know he goes to the set work sex worker his wife calls he goes to and like his buddy's like no i'm not gonna tell you he's like and he forces the situation he goes to this his patient is no longer a guy he still pushes the issue he goes in there's a weird orgy situation going on like and he's like i'm gonna call the police i'm gonna lock you guys in it's like you young underage girl who wants to run behind me and also whisper things in my ear like this is getting strange but he wants to lily sobieski maybe a very young a very young yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like she made enough money married well had kids and sort of retired and is just doing whatever the hell she wants to do uh if that's not the case i'm very sad but i feel like she's a success story in this whole nonsense (laughs) hopefully so but i was like why is he trusting the strange guy so much like He's putting so much online. Like he's, he's got great customer service when he's not like he does. He does Chinese businessman. But in. I also think there's some ulterior situation going here. And I have, oh, 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 he's a ter- like we learn later he's trash. But like at this moment he's got great customer service. Right. So yeah, it was like we underage daughter, two men with wigs, Chinese food. Um, yeah, it's like everything. It's exactly as the universe is saying, go home. <laughs> And then, so we've got the costume and the driving in the cab. These driving scenes are so film noir slash Hitchcock. Yeah, they really are. And also, he's hang, handing out so much cash. <laughs> so much cash has gone this evening. I didn't have like a running like ching, 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 ching tab of everything we've paid so far. There, but this is, it started in 96. There's no debit cards in 96. I guess It's so. a cash world. It is a cash like world. A shoo, shoo, but like, he's holding so much cash like that he's giving out. If you were rich, you did. I guess so. I mean, we would go to Gatlinburg. My dad would have three grand in his pocket. Oh, my gosh. I guess it's probably true. <laughs> so they, they pull- Your dad's wallet is still seven inches lo- wide. It is. I don't know how he sits. <laughs> I don't know how he sits. He His back has to be fucked because he is sitting at this weird angle all the time. We um, bought him a new wallet so he wouldn't have to. He doesn't use it. It's probably sitting lovingly on the top of his dresser with probably $8,000 in quarters. <laughs> Uh, you could take out like just just take out the stuff that you still use and put it in the new wallet. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah. Wallets are like the backseat of your car. Like old men over forties wallets are like the backseat of your car. Like it just collects. Have things. you looked at the backseat of my car lately? I haven't. It's empty. Really? It is. Oh wow! No shoes. No shoes. No shoes. Oh no man, shoes. impressive. None. Well done, lover. Anyway, so he bebops up to this address in a cab. Do to- a. In a to a castle with yes. a ca- in a cab in a cab is like tearing a hundred dollar bill in half and like trying to get the cab. He's to like, stay. wait here, and I will give you the rest of this. We'll tape it back together, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I don't know how long it'll be, but it'll be worth your time. It he, might be ten minutes, might be a couple of hours. I don't know. He's like, he walks up, and he's like, I suppose you'd like the password. I'm like, real fucking chill. <laughs> it's like, act like you've been somewhere. And they're like, I guess we can drive you to the to the house. I don't. Did they say I guess? Did they say that or something? Or I suppose we can drive you to the house because then they drive by all the parked like limos and yeah. Rolls Royces and whatever. Yeah. But like, are there just limo drivers just hanging out there? I don't see them. Is Argyle hanging out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if he was. Um. But yeah. So it's like. So then we get it. Like you know, he gives a nod or whatever and gets the password. Go see sleep people. no more. You've got twenty eight days. If you're in the Northeast, get to New York so you sleep no more. It's a big, masked, awesome, uh, immersive theater. It's been going on for 11 years or so, and it's closing the end of January. We're not going to make it, but go for us. 
It's awesome. It's it's such an interesting experiment in human behavior, yes, I think. Yes. Um, so he goes in, he's escorted in, and we have this circle of women. There's like eight girls and like 80 guys. This orgy is off to a slow start. There's lots of women in the, in the audience, though. Well, so what are those women? They're like the selected women. They're, ah. They kick it off. They kick it off. They're like the... Yeah, there's lots of other women. There's lots of young women with dancers' bodies. I've met some people that go to orgies and it's just like people that just go to Mexico and bring a inflatable mattress with them to add on top of the regular mattress. To add on top of the regular mattress? Yeah, just so things don't get too... Ew. Yeah. Oh, gross. Ew. Okay. Um, I think that it's just, it's just for the ritualistic sake of it. So we've got a circle of women with masks. They're wearing robes. We've got a, like a real cardinal kind of vibe dude in a red robe. And he's got the, the whatever that's called in Catholic ceremonies that has a the sensor, I think. Isn't that like the Edgar Allan Poe, like perfumed by some unseen sensor? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. We so learned we, what an Ebenezer was at church today. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so like, yeah, we have like cult-like slash very like Catholic. Um, Catholicism types of references here that are happening. So we have like a lot of like a staff that like, you know, this staff means we're going to go down to our knees. We're going to stand up. We're going to take off our cloaks. Like you're going to go and pick a dude. You're going to go and pick a dude. Everybody gets, gets a, a dude. dude. Everybody gets a dick. Sorry. <laughs> so, so of course, like he's down at the bottom. There's people up up top. There's someone up top. There's a balcony. That oh, it's, the, looks- it's the dude. It's Victor. Yes, it is. No, uh, is it Victor? Is it not? I don't think it is. Oh. I think it's Tradiac. Oh. I think it's Tradiac and his daughter. No, he's poor. I think it's Tradiac and his daughter. Nah. Victor wouldn't recognize Victor wouldn't acknowledge him. He would have said he would have said something. Later on, because later on he says, I was there. I didn't right, have, right. Because we have a moment later on, because we have this this woman that's with him. Woman that is with can he, he points out there's a couple of just weird random things. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But there's some. He points out a costume with a tricorner hat. And he says something about it. And he's like, cool. Yeah, whatever. This mask has a tricorner hat. He has a very young woman next to him. Like with him. It's not. If it's Victor. Victor, Victor is like. Because Victor later on when we interact with Victor. Victor is like. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you here? I was flipping the fuck out. He's not nodding at him and acknowledging him. No, I don't think it is. Because I think he knows. He knows why he was going. And the whole fucking thing was this weird giant setup. Like, but as you just said, you think it's a whole dream sequence. So I think that it's them. Hmm. I think that it's them and it ties together like how he's being set up with all of this. Yeah, I think the whole if I were like doing film criticism instead of a podcast about dirty movies while we get while we drink, I would say that this is a his dream sequence in real life. Like he's dreaming awake and she's dreaming in her sleep and they Right. I I think that he keeps he and and, and what his, I was good. His real life is weirder than her dream. Right. But I also think that her, he is taking what he, she told him. He is using that. He, it's fueling, if this is real, 
it is fueling his ruination. Oh, 100%, yes. And it's, it's I don't, I don't think it's equal. I don't think that what she told him, even though it was, like, pot makes her mean, you know, tequila makes other people sexy, but pot makes her mean <laughs> when she's telling, in telling him about actuality. Like, and so he, yes, he's like obsessing about it, but obsessing about it to the degree where. He goes on a journey of self-destruction because his wife said that she had other urges. Which or, is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, she had other urges that she didn't act on. Maybe he thinks she does. Maybe. And when we, we have a few lines at the end. But also, like, I think that's the part of the thing is that he's surrounded by flesh and people that want him. And he's never thought to act on it. And I don't think I think that that's what he's realizing is that she's right. I am around all of this. And then he kind of just floats in and out of consciousness through that for two days and then realizes like it might be time to wake up. Yeah. I mean, because it's like when he tries to do it, it is going to, it fucking kills people and maybe it's going to kill him and his family. <laughs> like you can't. And that's where it's like, I thought about it, but I didn't go through the motions of actually trying to make this happen. Like he goes to the nth degree of like almost, almost you know, we find out later on, almost potentially, like, gives himself HIV. Almost potentially, like, all of these things that it's, like, are, none of it was worth it. You could have, you could have had the fantasy in your head like she did, and no one would have gotten hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what women do. Women have fantasies in their head that they don't tell their husbands about that hurts no one, and men have affairs and ruin their lives. Like, get diseases, people get killed all of these things happen like that's the difference it's like yes this is what's happening and what that what nobody's talking about but also what i'm doing hurt no one but myself and what you're doing killed multiple people <laughs> potentially and also maybe killed you and your give you know and your family so like that, I think that's part of the... Also, I was like, is this an O'Henry moral tale? Yes, it probably is. Probably. Like, but... Then we have the kissing circle. Right. I was like, in masks? The, no one's actually kissing. It's mask to mask. The best parts of sex don't work in a mask. Sorry. No. Do I have to cut that out? No. Okay. That <laughs> means multiple best, things. Every best part of sex requires things that are covered by a mask. And do the doormen get to have any fun? Because there's servants that are all masked. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? This is a long night, I think. <laughs> Next thing we have, like, where he's, like, walking through. And then I wrote, this is not the uh, this is not the R-rated cut. This is the, the Stanley Kubrick cut. Because I remember learning, you know, because I saw this in the theater. And what they did was they just, like, took still shots of full naked women in masks and just plastered them in front of any of the bumping and grinding. Interesting. Okay. Which I always kind of thought like, oh, more Bush is sexier than bumping and grinding. But I was very, very, very much a virgin <laughs> at the time <laughs> where I understand now that, uh, yes, okay. Sometimes the motion is uh, the critical point. <laughs> well, but so he gets selected by someone who immediately is like, you don't belong here. You shouldn't be here. You need to go. Like, 
this could be dangerous for you. You need to go. And then someone comes up to her and says, I'm sorry, excuse me. I was like, oh shit, she's fucked. Um, and so then he's just kind of roaming through seeing the sights. Um, you know, I um, don't think that antique table could have held that many people on top of it. Probably not. Um, your parents have that chair that like, you're not allowed to sit on, but it's like, it's over in the corner, but you still can't like, don't, no, don't sit on it. Yeah, definitely don't, you know, whatever's happening here. Oh, no. Hey, next time they go to town. (laughs) It's broken. You want to glue that thing back together? No, we'll just use their pool. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so yeah, we were walking through multiple rooms where various sex acts are happening. You cannot have that acrobatic of sex in a library. That is not good for the books. Those fumes <laughs> start to fumes. <laughs> the mist be- fumes and mist. Oh my god. But there's that many people having sex. I didn't sex know that- I didn't know there was a spray zone. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just 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 wafting off of. Not <laughs> Uh, no 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 that's what bed clothes are for <laughs> it now, contains them. now you're ebenezer scrooge <laughs> bed clothes <laughs> anyway so right no seriously have sex in a racquetball court with three classic books next to you and see what happens they're gonna get damp anyway so then tri-corner mask and accompanying woman walk in while he's by himself and he sends woman up to him. She's very young and she's speaking to him and says like, you know, Oh, let's, you know, and he's going to go. And then other woman comes back and says, no, I'm sorry. Let me borrow him. And she's like, you, need she's to lost go. her underwear in that time. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Um, it's like, she need you need to go. You need, you know, you need to go. It's, it could be costing my life. The music. Not exactly. It went from, to strangers in the night exchanging glances glances lovers in the night because he like walks through everybody's like slow dancing fully nude oh i did see that yeah people were slow dancing so and and then that's like excuse me sir are you the man with the taxi cab he's looking for you right and he's like okay so he goes and then he's against the full tribunal and like (laughs) that's what the that that music that I so expertly sang well, last they, week, right? You did, and that's when they they had led Nick away, yes, blindfolded yes. someplace else. I was like, oh no, fuck, Nick's gonna die. Um, so he's being brought to the full tribunal, and he's oh, like, that, you've never seen this before, no. So all I could think of was like the only thing I remember from this movie was it's all bullshit. That's the only thing I really remembered <laughs> was like ass and bullshit. Well. But it's like, is it, is it not? I don't know. I think you can make a lot of different arguments here. I mean, it's like the Patrick Bateman argument. Like, okay. No, I, I think this is truly all bullshit. Like per Stanley Kubrick? Yes, yes, yes. This is just, it's, it's based on a novel. Okay. Yeah. But so, so he's getting called out like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. What's the password? He's like, oh, what's the second password? He's like, mm, I don't remember. He's like, yeah, okay. You need to take your mask off. Now you need to take your clothes off. His black robe is looking a little blue. Blue, in this it light. does. It does have all the same thing. Have you? You've probably not had as many black t-shirts as I have. No. Because black t-shirts, after you've washed them about ten times, they can either go blue, they can go green, or they can go brown. So it's and like, you have to really kind of be careful as to what black jeans you're wearing them with, so you're not clashing your how your blacks are wearing. So yeah, he, his cheap robe. Yes. His cheap robe is showing his blue. <laughs> 
like my pod shirt kind of went a little blue but the living sacrifice shirt like washed a little brown yeah the brown i definitely have had like black and the black shirts that go brown have a weird smell <laughs> i never noticed they that. do yeah the cure shirt definitely went a little blue the shirt that said put the fun back in funeral went a little green so then we've got Chick, who has been warning him, steps out and says, I stand up as tribute and I will redeem him, is what she says. Is like, and dude's like, are you sure? You know what that means? And he's the like. The Mad Hat or the, the, the Inquisitor sounds a little bit like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> he doesn't sound, he doesn't sound very intimidating. Like, what's the second password? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a second password. Maybe you should have brought that up at the fucking door. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even let me get this far. <laughs> So she's she's volunteered as tribute um, to redeem him for whatever that means. And she's led away and he's like, you're free to go. So we've watched a lot of naked attraction in the last couple of months. Right. Have you ever seen this many naked people in one place without any tattoos? Uh, tattoos? No. No. This is the fewest number of tattoos I've seen. Yeah. I, I feel like tattoos would be not allowed. In this situation, I think that's part of the the barrier to entry. Gotcha, gotcha. I also think of all the people that I know that go to orgies, very few of them have kind of model dancer bodies. <laughs> so true. Um, I was like, I was like, this is a bad night. Like, I actually had that like kind of before. Like, I was like, oh, full tribunal. This got bad. Bad night. Um, uh, to redeem him, and then. He comes home. He's like, let he's like, go. Club, club, club. Every step he takes in that place is so loud. Foley work on that is great. And then, you know, he leaves. He goes home. And he, like, and Nick, Nicole Kidman is laughing in her sleep. She's cackling in her sleep. I was sleep. like, she's creepy. I don't love her in this film. I, no. She is play the character that she's playing, I don't think exists, but she's playing it well. She is playing it well. I she do have, do, like, like, she's doing what she's told. And she's doing it very well. I just think that the character is in the anxiety dream of a 50 to 70 year old man in 1996. I think that that character is not a real person. No, it's not a real person. It's it's a it's a someone who is made the person who is made to just make someone feel like her full existence is made to feel him like, like he's terrible and a failure and embarrassed. And she's talking about her dream later. She says, I wanted to laugh at you. Like, I was like, she needs a filter. Like that's what this is. Like this, she is saying all the things that, and, and I don't say this to like, like say, I'm like telling all the secrets as if this is actually true, but she's saying all the things that like the things that you think occasionally about people you care about. And you're like, I'm not going to say that because that's mean. Like, that's <laughs> not worth saying. And they're not going to say that to me. I'm not going to say that to them. And that's just me being mad. And like, like, could you maybe be mad at something else when you're taking it out <laughs> of me? Like, that's that's where she's just like letting it all out. She's like, the, I have this terrible dream, but like, none of it seems that bad. She's like, we're in a bad place. We're naked. I'm embarrassed. You leave. I feel great. Um, and then, you know, the dude from, you know, the real life at the hotel at the resort comes back and I'm like all into it. And then he's laughing at me and that feels bad, but then we're kissing and then I'm having sex with all these other people. And I'm like, 
Okay. She's kind of having like a dream orgy, just kind of like his dream orgy. His, I mean, when the orgy, it starts, anything that happens after 2 a.m. is kind of a dream anyway. Potentially, yes. That 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 could be very well. I also think a bunch of rich white people having an orgy probably starts at about 7.30. Sorry. <laughs> it may not be dark enough in New York. Th- those All those people are too old to be out at 2 a.m. Sorry. They all have... They all have too good of bodies for they're they're this isn't the people we see having her. the people we see with their bodies out and the people we see that like we know were there are not the same people. True, true, true. But yeah, it's it's not dark at seven thirty in New York. They have to wait at least till it's dark. What? It's, it's Eastern time zone, but it's Christmas. I guess maybe so. Maybe then it is at that point. But it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> so, but yes, yeah, like he. She's telling him, potentially, in a way, I was where you were. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was dreaming about what you just experienced. But she was, in her dream, she was doing it. In real life, he wasn't. And he wasn't. Like. That's a, that's a constant thing in this, is that she was dreaming, and in her dream, she was doing all these things, and he's trying to find that in real life, and then realizing, like, oh, hells no. Like, abort, abort, abort. So then that's done and but he keeps you know he keeps having this like he's obsessing about what he thinks might have potentially happened with her and this naval officer and it's driving him to continue to self-destruction. So he's he goes to the bar. He's got his his little bag. He's going to return his his uh, really unused uh equipment. Um he goes to the bar. It's a jazz bar. It's morning. It's not going to be open. No, it's like 10 a.m. It's not going to be open. So he goes to the coffee shop next door, gets a coffee, asks if they know the dude, when the bar's open, blah, blah, blah. He gets... She's gone home with Nick Nightingale a couple of times. She has. She knows where he is. Yeah. So he's not He's not being as incredibly faithful to his wife and four kids in Seattle. So she does... After he shows his badge, Me- his essentially... His medical license. He's like... Fl- he flashes it like three more times before the end of this it's film. It's so ridiculous. It's like, okay. Um, what are they trying to say about doctors? Doctors are like, you know, just like the median. They're like cops. Like, right. People, it's, like, it's, it's okay. I'm a doctor. Let me in. Right. Um, but it's not enough to get you into the really big places. It doesn't um, get you into the orgy. but it Right. Just, even though the orgy could probably use a few doctors. Probably so. Um, so she like, does tell him what, and, what hotel he's been staying at. He goes and, and we. Alan Cumming is. Alan Cumming our, is our. Welcome is, to our podcast. Is our desk concierge? Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's been too long, sir. It's been too long. Where have he's you go- been? And he's like into. He's into him too. He's oh, absolutely. Like, he's like, ooh, who are you? And he's asking about Nick. He's like, oh, Nick checked out. So we get the story basically like when he asks, you know, was anything weird? Like. Dudes came in. He checked out. We still know he's got two weeks to perform. Right. Um, but he's checked out. He checked out like 30 minutes after he got back in, which he is had about. A bruise. There was like two toughs with him. Yeah. And they took him with him. They they settled the bill and he was gone. So. And I want mail from one of those things at a hotel. Oh. <laughs> I really thought we went to the Biltmore in LA that they were going to at least have one, even if it wasn't in use. But no, no they didn't even have it one was, anymore. It was a little sad. <laughs> it was a cool place to be. It was cool to be in the place that all the things happen. But I believe I said something about Miss Havisham's wedding cake in my review of the place. 
<laughs> you said the review. Yeah. Oh, that's scathing. Oh my god. It was just a, a century of fading luxury. It was. It was for sure. So, yeah. So it's like we find out. Okay, maybe Nick has been fucked up because of this. Um. Then he's going back. He returns the stuff. He ret- Tretiak is wearing a blue crushed velvet vest and a snakeskin tie. <laughs> it's so wild, and daughter slash because i think he says daughter um comes out still just wearing a bra and panties and a little short tea tiny robe and the gentlemen that were going to get the police called on them are just coming out like thanks thanks for a nice evening we'll see you soon and he's like oh you forgot your mask he's like okay I'll, I'll i'll pay for that and it's like she comes and she says something to him and he has voice recognition that's where i think like the two of them standing together. No, it's just he's just freaked out that he like trying to sell his twelve year old daughter to him. He is, but it's even before that. It's not. No, I think he's the girl. She's the girl that comes up to him, that tries to get him to engage, and then a man, Mandy, comes back and tries to save him. Like maybe this is the whole dream sequence, but that it works if it's a dream sequence, one hundred percent. He's placing people that he's interacted with into this dream sequence. And those are people he didn't trust, he didn't understand, and have set him on the path to this. Where if we see a place where maybe he gets bonked on the head and goes to Oz or something, maybe I'm with you. But in the movie we saw, I'm just not. Well, but that's it. what you're, you're telling me. It's all not real. I don't know that no, it's, I. It's very much real. Well, it, it's it's film. It's <laughs> well, but no, like you you're saying it's all fake. Like it no, all I'm didn't saying happen. It's dreamlike. I'm not saying it's not all. Fa- no, it, it's dreamlike. Like th- he's imagining some connections that aren't really there. I think that that's it. He imagines we don't see their faces. He is imagining that those are the people. I do not think that that's Victor. Victor, given the way that Victor reacts when we see him react, Victor is not going. Oh, cool, dude, you're here too. Nod, nod. Fist bump, fist bump. No, that's not what happened. He would be like, wh- he would be shaking his head. He would be coming behind him and saying like, what are you doing here? It's almost like he didn't send Mandy to him, but he might have. If he had seen her, he would have sent Mandy to him and be like, you need to get out of here because he likes him. He He's trying to protect him, even though like he's like batting way above his pay grade. Um, I mean, hot take. Mandy in the opening scene and Amanda at the orgy are not played by the same actress. So if you want to say that's Lily Sobieski is the other one. No, I'm not saying Lily Sobieski. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying the person who tried to save him is Lily Sobieski. No, you're trying to say the other one is. Yes. Yeah, I'm saying so, like, I'm just saying like the so the the two Amandas are not played by the same actress. So fine. I'm not saying it's the same. Uh, I'm saying it's the same characters. I'm saying the two people who were kind of like, hey. I'm, Glad you're here. Let's let's lead, help lead you to ruin. Like that's who I think. That's what I think. Why not? We don't know. It's someone who is recognizing him. He doesn't know who it is. He's nodding back because he feels like he should. He doesn't know who it is. It's not Victor. I I will stand on that. All it's right. not Victor. Because right. who's with him? There is someone. There's a woman that's with him. That is in cahoots with him. That he sends to go try and get him to engage. That's not Victor's not going to do that. Now he's with a woman with like a old lady mask. 
It's not an old lady mask. It's got like details around the edges. It's not an old lady mask, though. It's a very young woman. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's we're I, I don't we're an hour and fifteen, and you got a hot take, and I don't have a good answer. I'm sorry. And you're just like, I don't agree with you, so like we're just gonna move on. Oh, no, anyway, the floor is yours, babe. If no, you want to go, I'm go, just go for t- it. I'm telling you that's what I think it is because all of this is probably it's all fantastical anyway and we don't know and it's supposed to be someone we've we have interacted with right i mean i don't necessarily think so but why not he's he nods at him and and like acknowledges him right i just i thought it was victor i don't think it's victor okay i just given the fact that the way victor reacts at the end is not victor saying like oh cool you're here too because that's not how he was like he was like, what have you done? You don't belong here. So anyway, that's what I think. I think that dude, Tradiac knows what's going down. Like Tradiac is a, because every single move, it's like he's being pushed forward. Like so people are aware and are and letting him be pushed forward into this. I think you're making it more of a dream than I am, but I'm okay with that. I don't think I am because I don't know that I know that I think that it totally is because especially at the end when Nicole Kidman says, what does she say? I mean, I still have like two more pages, actually a bunch of more pages of notes. And, but I think we're going to kind of go through this last little bit probably pretty quickly, but she says, Oh, okay. Keep, you keep talking. Where, where he's getting kicked out. He's been kicked out. He's back. He's a bad dream. So now he's starting to investigate. We've already gone through Alan coming. Okay. Nick is missing. And that's the next time when I said, like, of course he has a Range Rover in New York City. He's like, you know, cancel my two appointments this evening. Like, see if you can get somebody else to get him and have my car pulled around. Right. And he's got a Range Rover in New York. He's back at the house and the start playing the bing, bong, 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 bing, bong, bing, bong, bong, bong. And a creepy extra from a David Lynch movie comes and, like, slides the envelope through the door to him. Right. Yeah. They, they see him. He comes back. It's like, what are you doing, dude? They told you to stay away. But even, like, he's got the Land Rover. Like, look at me and my lander over i'm a doctor and then like the servants in the rolls royce come up they, they drive up they get out they give it to him and they back up they don't even <laughs> turn around they just back up away from him there's like a second warning mm-hmm. and that's when i said that uh you know we see nicole kidman helping the daughter with the uh homework yes and she's like oh joe has two dollars <laughs> fifty yeah i was like, like oh like like you're not only lying about your passions for other men. Like, you are not an American lady. And and who's going to catch that? Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's losing it, Tom Cruise, and he calls Greg. He's not calling Greg. He's calling Lady. Chick. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to hook up with her because she wants me. And she doesn't answer the phone, so then he hangs up. And so he goes back to the uh, the sex worker's house. And the roommate's there, and she's playing weird games. And then I guess her name was Domino. Yeah, the sex worker was. I guess I don't think we ever really heard that. I don't know. I don't know. But that and that she's gotten the results of her HIV test. She's positive. Mm-hmm. And that's a 1996-99 thing. In '99, every corner drugstore had a oral HIV test that you'd know the answer in ten minutes. 
In 96, not so much. It was about three days. So well, Chris like, Rock has a joke about reflecting in those three days. Well, and we don't know, I think, based on what, the, what Domino told her roommate, that they didn't have sex. Right. Because, because that, she that's what she's they, telling him. that Yeah. She thinks they did. Yeah. And he's like, he's realizing, yeah, that was like a, you know, that could have been a big bad deal. So that we have him walking alone in New York. I've never been that alone in New York before. <laughs> I mean, he would in Vanilla Sky coming up be very alone in New York. Well, I was like, but- are we going to relive this all again? Are we going to have the street toughs again? Call him as gay, push him around. We're going to have a, a bigger encounter. No, but we start have like one bald guy following him. Right. I was like, is this a Jacob Slatter scenario? <laughs> and I said, ooh, payphones. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those. Yeah. I was like, he's being tailed. The block is a hint of lace, a store called Nails, and a place called Verona Restaurant. Like, I could hang out there. Sounds like a good time. (laughs) Like, go to the Verona Restaurant and end with either one of the other two, or maybe a 50-50. A and B. (laughs) Hey, girl. But yeah, so he's being tailed. He's like stopping, and the guy just wants him to know that you're being tailed, and he keeps walking. He picks up a paper on the the front page says lucky to be alive mm-hmm. is the headline very good very good yes so he's he hits up a coffee shop he orders a cappuccino i if i had a delorean time machine one of the things i would do would be go to new york in 96 ish like friends era Central and get a era. non starbucks latte and just <laughs> sit in a coffee shop in new york that would be on my list. And so we've got weird music. I mean, obviously, it's like, it's not like the bong bong, you know, but it's still like, it's still a weird vibe for a bar slash coffee shop, wherever we are. And I just, is that Nadja? I think that <laughs> painting might have been it might the have actual been. painting from What We Do in the Shadows. That's actually what we decided it's hanging in the Met, you told mm-hmm, me. I think so, yeah. Um, and then the, we flash in the paper. I was like, I was like, I wrote, who's dead in the paper? Before we're like, I know we're going to get a headline either about Nick or about Mandy. Because I've already had said, like, chick is Mandy. Oh, really? You figured it out? Yeah. At at the place. I was like, this is Mandy. Okay. This, that's, I was like trying to figure out. I was like, I know this is someone who knows him. And I was like, who would it make sense to be? I was like, it's the person who almost quasi OD'd and he saved them. Um, when we came back. The headlines is ex-beauty queen in hotel drug overdose. I was like. That is not. It's, English. That is not anything. And I, I made you stop and go back and look. And the article is actually talking about her and says Amanda Curran. And I was like, okay. I was like, but we don't flash on it enough. But it also says like two men were seen taking her back to her room, which like, you know, dump, dump, dump. Right. The two men from. Yes. Yeah. So like, but we don't see enough of that to really gain anything, even though we're supposed to gain what, what he knows. Um, but I knew that. I did have a a quick moment when the roommate was talking about, oh, you know, Domino said how great you were to her. And I was like, if this is a weird random conspiracy, it was like, maybe it's the sex worker. Mm. But I was like, no, it's Mandy. It's, it's, that's the person who is in this circle, in this high circles Mm. and who he showed compassion to. And she's like, she would recognize his face or I don't know. Well, actually she didn't even seen his face yet, yet, but she somehow knows. She never opened her eyes. Right. So she heard his voice. Yes. But even then she walks up to him to say like, you don't belong here. I right. know you don't belong here. 
But so he flashes his badge again at the hospital. He's like, I'm looking for my patient, Amanda. And like, I'm sorry, she died. And I said, we know he's in the morgue. And they're pulling it out. And it's like, he's never seen this woman's face at the orgy. It was like, positive ID. I recognize those titties anywhere. <laughs> he didn't see her face at the orgy, but he saw her face at the party. But he doesn't realize it's the lady from the party yet. He doesn't realize that at all. That's way later that he realizes that. Like Victor has to like say it over and over and over again. Maybe, I guess, but it's like I knew it was. Like he's like, holy crap, like this is that's them titties. I mean But I was like and he starts leaning in. I was like, Don't kiss her, you weirdo. <laughs> like what is happening? And then then he's back. He gets kind of summoned by Victor. Mm-hmm. He's back at Victor's. During the day almost it might be night, but I don't know. It's like it's not a party though. You know, it's it's, it's no. like some of the lights are still up. Uh, that, that's a cool thought of having that same set, the, the opening of the film. Mm-hmm. So he's going, Victor's playing some pool, and it's like, obviously he's not having a medical situation. He doesn't need a doctor at this moment. He's just like, you might have the wrong idea about one or two things. Right. And he's like, oh, here's a 25-year-old Scottish. And I was like, I wish he, like, we didn't know what kind. Because he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, I gotta, I've got a, he's like, I got a problem. Or he's like, you know. He's like, well, what is it? He's like, it's not medical. It's like, actually, basically, he's like, it's not really my problem. It's your problem. <laughs> um, and he's like, I know what happened last night, and I know what's been happening. He's like, as I said, Victor knows everything. There was no password. There, there wasn't a second password, and you showed up in a taxi. Like, a taxi, the rental receipt, and there was <laughs> no second password. He's like, it was all the charade. And I just love that. It was all the charade. It's <laughs> like, I had you followed for your own good. Like, I wanted to make sure you were okay. And he's like, and, you know, your friend Nick made me look like an asshole. I recommended him. Like, maybe he got a black eye. Okay, it's cool. But he's fine. He's fine. He's on his way back to Seattle. He's, he's probably, like with Miss Nick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he's like, what would you do if I said it was all fake? You know, he's like, but then he's like, but Mandy is actually dead. He's like, what? If, he's like, but that's not what happened. He's like, it was all fake. Like, we just wanted to scare you. They just wanted to scare you. There was no second password. This was all like, you know, nothing happened. She just what was going to happen anyway. She got her brains fucked out. Then she was escorted home. You know, she's a junkie. That was already a thing. You already saw that in play. What he said was, it was always a matter of time with her. You told her yourself in my bathroom. Which is like a real, like, low blow. Like It is. It is. But like... That was yeah. That that's when it all that that's when Tom Cruise realized that this was just just a a mess, you know. Like, yeah, like, like, there, there there was no grand conspiracy. This was this was the plot of the uh, the film, the game. You know. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but because it would be easy to make someone who has had trouble with drugs look like they died because they have trouble with drugs right. because they have a history with trouble with drugs. That'd be a very convenient way to kill someone. But so he's head. Life goes on. It always does until it doesn't. Good line. Mm-hmm. Then he heads home. Turns off the Christmas tree. Yeah. It's the first time. Mm-hmm. And the tracking shots in this are as good as the shining. He grabs a beer I feel like he grabs more than one beer because he comes. He looks even more disheveled when he gets to the bedroom than when he did when he walked through the door. Budweiser, the king of beers <laughs> for humans. <laughs> um, Normal human drinking beer. Yes. So then he walks into the, the bedroom and the mask is on the pillow. And I think we should have ended right here. Hmm. This should have been the end of the movie. 
Hmm. right here. We don't know. Did Nicole Kidman find it? Did someone come into their apartment and place it there? Is she dead? Is she alive? Huh. See, I think, because I've said this to you before, and I guess I didn't realize that you'd never seen this movie and didn't know that it was all fake, was that, like, if you ever come home and find a weird mask or something, I'd be like, is he starting a theater troupe? Is he... (laughs) Like, does he have some really stupid idea that's not maybe as stupid as one of his dad's ideas, but still a pretty stupid idea, but he thinks it's clever, so he's never really, he's going to see it through, and yeah, like, that's, like, go a lot of places before you go, oh yeah, he's probably, like, attending, like, weird castle orgies now with, like, weird bong bong bongs. See, but, like, she never acknowledges it. If she, here's the thing, if she placed it on his pillow, she'd be awake. She'd be like, hey, bitch, <laughs> this is what I found. No, like, what's all this mask up in here? Mm-mm. But she's asleep. And this mask kind of smells like fucking, like, it kind of smells like the mists and the and the uh, vapors at an at, at, at at orgy in a, uh, in a library. Which she knows because I think that maybe she was there. But oh, goodness. No, oh, man, you're going off the rails, lover. I don't think I am. I think that we're, I think that this is, that's where we're meant to land. We don't know for sure and we're meant to land in like we've been regardless of what happened whether it was real whether it wasn't whether what she experiences was real or not we're we've 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 gone to come to the other side unscathed Mm. and we know because like that's what she says like she says you know well like now that the movie's still going on, you know, he's like, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you everything. She's not being accusatory. She's, no. she doesn't wake up and go like, what the fuck is this? But the next shot of her. Like where he's told her everything and she, she looks haggard. She's yeah. I'll tell you what though. Do you know what is widely considered to be Kubrick's most intense and suspenseful shot of all time is? I would have imagined something in The Shining, but... Exactly. There's a scene in The Shining and Shelley Long, and she's holding her cigarette. Oh, and it doesn't drop. And the ash is three and a half inches long, and it hasn't dropped yet. And it is just... I don't know if it was intentional or not. I don't know if they filmed it 158 times. I don't know if they put a coat hanger in there. But you're just waiting for it to drop, and it just doesn't. And it's... it's and and the shot, it calls back to that, but it doesn't quite do as good of a job. But then she pulls it together but as, as good as you do coming off of three bar classes, babe. <laughs> She's like, we're supposed to go Christmas shopping. So we got to go Christmas shopping. And they're like in a very elf, you know, F.A.O. Schwartz type style place and running around. And he's like, what should we do? And she says, be grateful. She's we survived ca- all of our adventures, adventures real, real or, or only dream. a dream. It's like reality of one night is not the truth of a lifetime. And a dream isn't just, and he says, and a dream isn't just a dream. And she's like, we're awake now. And he's like, you know, we're going to be for together forever. I love you forever. She's like, don't say that. That scares me. And she's like, but I do love you. And we need to do one thing like immediately. And she's like, we need to fuck. So like, but I think if we break that down, we survived our adventures, real or dream. We don't know. Reality of one night is not the truth of a lifetime. And I think that that means also the way that she felt in that moment that she talked about 
as well as whatever he experienced. And then a dream. And he says, and a dream isn't just a dream. And he's like, he's recognizing you might, there might've been some things that you did that you said you thought about, but you actually did. Um, Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's all, I think that we're meant to believe that more things happened we're coming to a place where everybody's like, whew, thank God, we're done with that. And we can move on to our lives and we can be grateful and we can realize what we have and be happy in our better than average, but... Um, <laughs> if their real life marriage hadn't fallen apart during this, this would be a much more compelling story. It, it could have been. But at the same time, I think we're also to think like, we're not we're we're supposed it's still supposed to be nebulous like what was real what wasn't real i think there were real and potentially dream things that happened on both sides and but we decided right now okay clean slate let's be grateful for where we are let's be grateful that we survived and didn't we didn't have any more damage than we already than was caused by our emotional responses and our actual actions and let's move forward from here so that about wraps it up, I guess. So what did you think of this film? It's a movie I saw in the theater. It didn't get 20 interesting. Something years ago that I've been, it's been in the back of my head that whole time. It's never left my consciousness. It's not something I've had any interest in seeing again, but I mean, it's, it's from a master filmmaker starring master actors and watching it again. It's maybe better than I remember, but it's, I also have like the whole concept is kind of nonsense, but the execution is ex- exceptional. I don't know. There was a moment that I thought like, if this is where we're at, when she's like telling, like telling her story while she's high and whatever, and I was going to be like, I don't know that I'm up for this. Um, but then once we started actually having like a noir happening, then I was in for it. I was like, what's the twist and turns? And that's where I'm like, I think it's a cheap shot to go, none of this actually happened. So I don't, I, I think that there, I don't know that it was as much of a conspiracy, but at the same time, like, I think it was like, why, what, why, why not? Like, if we're going to say like, we did this whole big grand gesture for your benefit to get you to go away then why not? Why wasn't everyone else involved after the fact? I mean, there definitely could have been like a, hey, guy, like we know it's you. Like you're not really welcome. Why don't you head home to your wife kind of situation? Probably would have gone a little bit better than the big. I mean, maybe so, but it is like. Like you needed to go home and take the mustard with you. But it didn't scare him enough. Like he still like tried to go and figure it out. Like there just wasn't, to be honest, there wasn't enough of it. Like, I want more investigation. Like, that's the part I liked. The rest of it, I'm like, I, I don't like this. Because I don't like people trying to intentionally hurt each other. I don't like people trying to, like, yeah. So that was what I found interesting. And then you're going to tell me that all of that was just, like, bullshit? Like, no. Like, that, don't spend time setting up something that was actually interesting for it to not even have been. <laughs> like, that was the only thing that was good. Give me some sort of, like, wink at that, like, some of this was real. And I think that, I think that what she said, I think it was. I think it was to a certain degree. And 
I don't think she was there because the time doesn't work out for her to have been there. But like, I think that she's more, she potentially is more plugged into the world that he's not than, than he is. I just think, I don't think it matters what was real and what wasn't. I think that that's the whole point is both of them are waking up from a dream, even though, you know, one was walking around and one was in bed. Both of them are waking out of their own bullshit <laughs> and realizing they are with the, they are the two people that everyone else wants to fuck. <laughs> so like, get with it. Like, that's more than uh, the relationship is more than that. What did I used to say all the time that I should probably start saying again? Like marriage is difficult, but it isn't hard. Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> it feels like they made it really like hard. It's, it's a it, lot of work, but it's not hard. Like everybody wants them just want each other. Like they're both hot. Like just do it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, happy new year. Happy new year, guys. I hope this is going to drop tomorrow. There's firecrackers going off right now. I'm going to try to get it edited and get it up. Um, I think we'll do a going deeper on this. Cause I feel like there's enough of the making of this film to be worth at least 20 or 30 minutes. And who knows what else? Maybe a short one, but then we'll, we'll decide we'll, we'll have a full palate cleanser, something fun going into the new year. There's a reason we don't usually do dramas on this show. We, yeah. Cause they suck. <laughs> I mean, there's an, enough people died in this. I mean, it was enough of a, like, yeah, like a little bit of like, there could have been enough red string on the wall to keep me interested. But like, yeah. there's enough decks and uh, death and butts in this. Like, keep keep you interested. We could use a little bit of Tom Cruise below the waist. I mean, eh, no, it's fine. Okay, I was a little disappointed. That's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I it was fine. Um, but anyway, yeah. So happy New Year, everybody! Thanks so much. Hope you have the best year. If you didn't, kind of same. Um, and hope this year is better. Sooner or later, one of these years is going to be your year. It is. Statistically, it is It is possible. <laughs> I think that this was my year. And so to all of you guys out there, like maybe this will be yours. And uh, babe, there's just something very important that we need to do as soon as possible. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love you guys.